Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shea Stevens. The U.S. and British militaries have bombed more than a dozen sites used by Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen. The attacks were launched in response to Houthi missile and drone strikes on ships in the Red Sea. At a Pentagon briefing, Major General Pat Ryder noted that 14 nations have signed a statement warning the Houthis to stop their attacks. The statement from multiple nations uh, when it comes to the fact that there will be consequences should the Houthi attacks not stop speaks for itself, and I'll just leave it at that. Ryder says the Houthis have carried out more than two dozen attacks since November 19th. He says the U.S. and British airstrikes are meant to send a message that the international community will not tolerate assaults on a vital shipping channel. A member of the Maryland Elections Board has resigned after being charged in connection with the Capitol insurrection. Carlos Ayala is accused of being part of the pro-Trump mob that clashed with Capitol Police on January 6, 2021. More from NPR's Ryan Lucas. Carlos Ayala faces several federal charges, including disorderly conduct in a Capitol building and obstruction of law enforcement. According to court documents, videos from January 6, 2021 show Ayala dressed in an American flag-hooded sweatshirt, climbing a police barricade to gain access to the Capitol's Upper West Terrace. At the Capitol doors on the Senate side, Ayala allegedly urged police officers to join the rioters. He also allegedly used a flagpole to jab at an officer barricaded inside the building. The head of the Maryland State Board of Elections says in a statement that Ayala, who joined the board last July, has resigned effective immediately. More than 1,200 people have been arrested and charged in connection with the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. Housing costs were a major driver of inflation last month. But as NPR Scott Horsley reports, there may be some relief on the horizon. The overall cost of living in December was up 3.4 percent from a year ago. Much of that increase was the result of rising rents. While it takes time to show up in the official government data, rents have begun to level off around the country and are even falling in some places. Bruce McClenney of MRI Apartment Data says Sunbelt cities like Phoenix and Austin have built tens of thousands of new apartments, and landlords are hustling to fill those vacant units. We've all gotten a great education, unfortunately, on supply and demand. All of a sudden, we've got more units than we had in a really quick period, and and so the prices are coming down. Over time, that softer rental market should help to put downward pressure on inflation. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. Several hundred Google workers lost their jobs Thursday in the search engine's core engineering, hardware, and other units. Google is among several tech giants eliminating jobs over the past year in order to cut costs. U.S. futures are higher in after-hours trading on Wall Street. This is NPR. Former President Donald Trump lobbed verbal attacks Thursday during closing arguments in the New York civil case against his family business. Trump called the proceedings a fraud and talked for over five minutes before the judge cut him off. Judge Arthur Ngoron is deciding what Trump should pay in damages for defrauding banks and insurance companies. A study in Canada has found that prescribing opioids to drug users reduces deaths and overdoses. Greg McCulloch reports from Vancouver. 
The study, conducted by the British Columbia Centre for Disease Control, looked at data from 5,882 people whom had a disorder with opioids or stimulants. They were all prescribed pharmaceutical alternatives to their usual narcotics. The group had a 61% less chance of death from any cause the following week, and there was a 55% less chance to die of an overdose in the same time with that one-day supply. Longer prescriptions of four or more days increased to 91% less chance of death from any cause and 89% from overdose. The group was compared to a second that did not receive any prescribed opioids. The data was from March of 2020 to August of 2021 and was published by the British Medical Journal. For NPR News, I'm Craig McCulloch in Vancouver eBay has agreed to pay a $3 million fine to resolve a complaint over workers who sent live roaches and other insects to a Massachusetts couple who posted blogs criticizing the e-commerce giant. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Massachusetts says stalking and other charges against eBay could be dismissed if the company complies with certain conditions. This is NPR News.